Welcome everybody to Orange Power Half Hour. We are on week three, episode three. Um, Dad, excited to get going today. Yeah, I guess we should go back and try the introductions. We've This will be our third week, so maybe we'll get it right. I <laughs> yes. Think, I think you said my first name the first week. Yep, we got a little bit. I didn't refer to you as anything. <laughs> and then last week I tried to make up for that. Except I inadvertently slided my son-in-law and introduced <laughs> you as Shelby Smithton instead of Shelby Myers. Which so, I didn't even catch, which makes it equally as bad on my part. Well, in, in, in your defense and my defense, you, you were Smithton yes. longer than you've been Myers. But, uh, yeah, I, I apologize to, to Mason. So, Well, and he's and in your defense. Shelby Myers. Yes. And I'm here with my dad, Shane Smithton. Um, yeah, and in your defense, he's the only boy I would have changed my name for, so. There you makes go, sense. for sure. Um, alright, Dad, it was a Saturday full of scaries. Um, thankfully that our team, uh, skated by without being one of the victims, but just to go over just so we can kind of grasp how scary it was, Bama squeaks by Texas, 20-19, to 19. Marshall takes down Notre Dame, 26-21, to 21. App State takes down Texas A&M, 17 to 14. Tennessee takes down Pitt, 34 to 27 in overtime. Washington State beats Wisconsin, 17 to 14. Texas Tech um, beats second round or second 25 ranked Houston, 33 to 30. Kentucky takes down Florida, 26 to 16. Baylor can't hang in Utah and lose 2026 to BYU. Seven ranked teams go down. Yeah, seven ranked teams go down. And, and I think if you go through and look against the spread, Oklahoma State is one of the only teams in the top 25 and certainly in the, the top 15 that, uh, that won and covered. Yes. And there's some other, there were some other crazy games too. Uh, I don't know that these are necessarily as, as huge an upset, but uh, you had... Iowa State beating Iowa for the first yep. time in, in six years. That's yep. kind of a big deal. And uh, I don't know the last time that the Kansas Jayhawks opened right. football conference play with a win, but Kansas goes to West Virginia and beats West Virginia. I'm telling you, folks, that this coach at Kansas, he's good. Yeah, Kansas, he knows what Kansas he's doing. Kansas football is not the automatic win that it has historically been in the past. Yeah, I agree. And I guess the other side of this, the, the names that you've rattled off here, you know, everybody's talking about conference realignment and, and the power brokers yes. are building up the SEC. They're building up the Big Ten and, and there's talk of, you know, the SEC having their own playoff and yeah, and, and just creating these crazy monopolies really mm -hmm. among those two conferences. Somebody better let, uh, I guess nobody let the... Uh, that some of the smaller conferences like the Sun Belt East yeah. know that, that we weren't relevant, these smaller schools aren't relevant because yes. App State, Georgia Southern, and Marshall, all from the Sun Belt East, all win yesterday. Yeah, I mean, what I think we talked about this yesterday, even before the game, uh, being a little bit nervous from the jump just because it was such a weird day in the football world. Um, but yeah, shout out to those smaller teams that. That went in um, and and came out with the W yesterday and shout out Sunbelt East. Um, I think it's I think things like that are just a little bit humorous that you know you got big uh, conferences like the SEC and stuff who think they can just run the show all by themselves. But 
you got to take care of business. Well, I think that's what, and that's probably one area where I do disagree a little bit with Mike. You know, I don't think Coach Gundy's a, a big fan of the expanded playoff. And I'm sure, statistically speaking, he, he's right. There haven't been a lot of times that, that you could go 12 deep and have mm-hmm. the 10 or 11, uh, 12 ranked team, you know, be, be legitimately worthy. But yesterday is a perfect example yes. of, of, of why the playoff is a neat thing because yes. upsets do happen, right? Yeah, and, all the time. And I think that's what's made uh, the NCAA basketball tournament such a such a great product and something that uh, all of America enjoys because you know a sixteen can beat a one, a yes. fifteen can beat a two. It, it happens. It happens routinely. So yep. you know you catch the right the right opponent on the right day, and and anything can happen. And, Yesterday was a big example of that, and I'm certainly glad that the that the Cowboys uh, kept themselves out of that mix. Yeah, the Cowboys being not one of the seven ranked teams to go down. Uh, OSU takes down the Sun Devils, 34 to 17. Um, we had 268 passing, 197 rushing. Um, it was not an extremely pretty game from a fan's point of view. There were things that I didn't like, and I was definitely nervous at times. But I think. With whatever the eerie feeling was yesterday, I'm just stoked to sit here and be two and zero. Yeah, it was one of those Saturdays where you just you want to survive, and you you know you not you didn't really just survive. At the end of the day, you you survive, you yes. cover. Um, you know, it, it ends up being I think a really look. Anytime you can cover mm-hmm. against another Power Five opponent, sure, it's been a it's been a really good day when that happens. There were some lapses on both offense and defense at times that. It seemed like the offense would have two or three drives where they were kind of stagnant, and mm-hmm. then they then they play really well for the next two yep. or three drives. And the defense kind of was the same way. They started off a little bit slow yep. uh, in each half, but but rallied and mm-hmm. and uh, ended up playing much better and give end up giving up 354 yards of, of total offense. Which you know that's not that's not a great day. It's no. certainly not a bad day at the office, office defensively. Yeah, and I think another thing, too, to just to point out, almost to myself, as well as anybody that's listening, this is only a second game. You know, we've got second game, new D.C., got some young guys that we're, that we're leaning on quite a bit. So it, it will probably take a, a little bit to, to get everything, you know, going at um, warp speed. But, yeah, just happy to come out with, with a win. Um, Dad, let's go ahead and jump into our primary pokes. Um, so some of the standouts for us. Um Who's your marshal this weekend? My marshal this week is uh, Tyler Lacey. I, Tyler had a really nice stat line. He had five tackles, two tackles for a loss, a sack, a fumble recovery. But I think more than anything else, I picked Tyler just because he's he's changing the game at the line of scrimmage. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's, he's a driving his, his opponent into the backfield, sometimes making the back run the, run the hump because he's, you know, created such disruption uh, just by moving the line of scrimmage, you know, the direction he wants to move it. And he's just a dominating force. And, you know, he's been a nice player for a couple yeah. of years, but mm-hmm. I think he's put on maybe, I don't know that they list him that much heavier, but he's got to be oh, yeah. 15, 20, maybe 25 pounds. No, I think he's been blasted up. In a good way yeah. than he was a year ago. And he is just He's a man amongst boys out there, and, yeah. and I thought he had a huge impact on the game, a bigger impact on the game even than his stat line. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, I agree so much that he. I also picked him for uh, my marshal as well. Um, I don't want to line up 
uh, opposite of him anytime soon. I think I don't he's think anybody does. I, don't, I think he's a dude, and and I'm happy for him. Um, so yeah, he's my marshal as well. Um, for a deputy this week, so somebody a little that went a little bit under the radar, and I think mine went probably has gone quite a bit under the radar, but I think he's going to be um, really helpful to us in the future. Is Ollie Gordon um, with his? He had his uh, first OSU TD um, yesterday, and I. I think I like his hands. I like that he. I like his effort. You know, I think he'll he'll stretch for the extra yard, and I'm just excited to watch him kind of morph into a, a really big component for us. Yeah, it was it's good for him to get his first touchdown. Uh, actually, I guess on a receiving play. Yes, exactly. And uh, that well, he is a he's a physical specimen for yeah. a freshman, and you know if you think he looks good now, wait till Rob Glass has had know. an off season to work with him. He'll be. He will be a crazy specimen a year from now, but uh, he also had that that uh, six spin move in week one. Yes, circle um, button. Uh, yeah, circle button exactly. <laughs> he uh, he's got some moves, and and I think that's a good choice. I I went a little bit more on the radar. Okay. I, I picked Dom Richardson. I thought Dom. Yeah. You know, somebody needed to. I've sometimes maybe been a little bit hypercritical of him, or not maybe not hypercritical, but just not well, we giving have him enough Moore. credit. Last, yeah. last year, so Jalen, you know, Jalen makes everybody look a little bit pedestrian, but yeah. but I thought Dom did a did a fantastic job and and got what is a got what's available, which Dom has always done. Yes, but then I thought yesterday he he went ahead and put his head down and, yeah. and punished some people for some extra yards. He he ends up with uh, twenty seven carries for one hundred thirty one yes. yards, uh, almost a five yard per carry average, and. Yeah. If you can move the sticks every two yep. times you touch the football, you know, obviously we'll good it. things are going to happen for your team. So Dom was my deputy. Yeah, and I think, too, um, you know, I talked about it only being the second week. I think um, Dom will also just get better week by week. You know, I think he'll get a little bit more comfortable hitting the holes and, and things like that. So I'm excited to see what, what he does. Um, I do want to touch on Spence's um, stats just so we say we did. You know, he had – Obviously, we had 268 passing, so those were his yards as well. 21 of 38. um, But we did have some receivers drop some balls for him, so I I won't hold that um, against him. Two TDs, one interception. I'd say, you know, I'll take it. We got the win. Yeah, he did. He made a bad, you know, he made a bad decision, or what at least looks like a bad decision watching it live. Of course, you don't ever know if the receiver has been right right out or whatever. Yeah. 322 yards of total offense for Spencer again was was very good. You'll you'll take that any time. Yeah. But uh, you're right. His passing percentage, it, you know, was around 55 percent. Could have easily been 70 yes. percent or better. Uh, had a had a bunch of drops and yeah. Um, you know, just guys got to catch the ball. When the yep. ball hits you in the hands, you got to catch it. And there were a couple of uh, not only completions that we should have had, yes. but they they were big completions. There yeah. Was some, Big chunk Big plays balls. that uh, got dropped on the carpet. Yeah. So those guys uh, have to do a better job. Um, yeah, especially made me think <laughs> one guy who didn't get very many opportunities, but um, made made a made a play, uh, just a yes. fantastic catch. John Paul Richardson. Let's talk about JP. I, I, that kid is he is solid. I I love him. I love the way he plays. I think he just enjoys the game of football. He's got great hands. I think he's got a real instinct for the game which I think is why he's such a great receiver I think his um you know I think his instincts just lead him in the right direction and he's able to to make some really great um 
catches. And I know we've talked about this a little bit, and I, I'm sure he won't be listening, so I'm sure he won't be offended, but I hope he's not. But he was filling um, to our clan <laughs> for a while. He was fake Dylan. Yeah, we, we referred to him as Fillin because he, he reminded us a lot of, of Dylan Stoner, uh, but we just hadn't seen that much of him, yes. so it was kind of just a little inside joke. But uh, He's, he's not filling to us anymore. No, he's, he's <laughs> definitely become his own dude, and yes. and it takes, a, it takes a different mindset to be willing to go across the middle, and yes. basically you have to be a guy that loves football so much yes. that you have no regard for your personal safety, and yep. that's, that's how John Paul Richardson plays football, and yep. he goes across the middle. That ball he catches yesterday, he could have gotten laid out in oh, yeah. any number of directions. And the only thing that kid's thinking about is see ball, get ball. Yep. And uh, I just, I love him and I hope he gets a whole lot more opportunity. Yeah, um, I, want, I want him on the field as much as possible. Yeah. I think I think he's he's good for the club. Bryson Green had a nice game too. You he know, did, he yeah. With, I think the most yards, he had five kids. I think Bryson maybe had a, he might have had one drop. Uh, but, yes. But five catches for eighty-three yards, and and he's he's pretty special. And yeah, I've heard I've heard some people say that uh, Casey Dunn has an embarrassment of riches at the at the receiver position, and that's certainly true. I think every week we do this, we're probably going to be talking about a, a, a different, different guy yeah, or two for at sure. that position. Yeah, I'm excited to see what that position does. I know we do have a, a lot of. Um, you know, natural talent there, but I was I was a little bit disappointed in, in the drops um, uh, yesterday, and more so. Uh, I mean, obviously, as a fan trying to win the game, but I really want those yards for Spencer. Um, you know, I really want him to. I think he's he's earned the, the praise, so I, I really just for just for him, I need, I need them to do a little bit better job in the hands department. Well, yeah, he got a lot of uh, he got some attention in you know, right. one in, in some people's you know way too early Heisman predictions. Yes. And, and he's he's playing well enough and has himself at the at the kind of level where he should be considered for those sort of accolades. But you're right, you you not only need to win the game, but you, you definitely have to stat it up yes. if you're gonna win individual awards like that. So yes. hopefully these guys will do a better job for him in the upcoming weeks securing the balls when he gets them in the right spot. Yes. Well and not to be a, a poor me OSU fan, but I do feel like it's you know, traditionally speaking, harder for for guys um, that are you know wearing orange in Oklahoma State to get some of those accolades. I think they have to work twice as hard. So I really think you have to have the stat line there to to even get noticed. For so sure. yeah, hopefully in weeks to come we can be a little bit more impressive on that front. But um, so <clears throat> it did rain. Let's talk about that. It rained for what do you think halfway through the game, maybe yeah, start at halftime. Yeah, I love that. Or maybe a little into the third quarter. Um, so I just want to mention that before we get into Rowdy Review. I'm just going to try to calm you down a little bit. <laughs> You're not going to get me calm down. <laughs> before it's we talk. <laughs> All right, just give it to me. Let's get into it. Well, I, I, I thought last week was probably going to be a little bit of an aberration where we kind of split the uh, our, our uh, martial stars between the student section and mm-hmm. the alumni. I guess I may end up having to do that every week. Yeah, I might have to too. I'm not going to rip on the – I started off saying, I think at halftime even, I was thinking about it, and I thought, well, I'm going to probably give the students, you know, mm-hmm. four, four out of five. And yeah. Maybe not quite as, as good as week one. But after I saw the second half and after I saw the rain and when I looked back up there at the student section in the third quarter and the fourth quarter – one of the things I've gotten on the students about in the past or, or just observed yeah. is that sometimes they haven't come back after sure. that time. So far in two weeks, the students have, 
have showed up and showed out and stayed. Yeah. And they did a great job again last night, stayed yeah. through the weather, um, stayed and helped their help their team win. And so I'm gonna I'm gonna give them another five out of five. Yeah. Um, and when the game started, I thought, well, I'm gonna give the the alumni, mm -hmm. the rest of the stadium, a little bit better grade. I think mm -hmm. I gave them maybe two stars last week. Yep. Um, after I saw the mad rush for the door when yes. it started sprinkling, <laughs> I'm, sprinkling. I, I'm, I'm going to call it a two again. And, and, and I'm very tempted to, to lower <laughs> it. I just, I, you know, and I know nobody, you know, we probably don't have 10 people listen to this, so yeah. it doesn't necessarily matter. But yeah. I'm telling you, if, if our fan base wants to take it to the next level, yeah. it needs to start with them. Yeah, I agree. And I'm not a, I'm not a 20 year old student yeah. sitting here talking about people not st staying in the stands. Mm -hmm. I'm, you know, 56 years old and mm -hmm. I've been going to games here my whole life yeah. and I come early and I stay late mm -hmm. and I know people can do that if they make a commitment to do it. What I'm telling people they can't do is they can't buy tickets and not show up. Yeah. They can't That's buy the tickets issue. and come into the stadium halfway through the first quarter yeah. and leave at halftime and, and then complain about any of it. Yeah, exactly. If you watched, if you stayed up late problem. and watched the BYU Baylor game, you want to you want to see oh my a packed gosh. house. BYU had a packed house. They were they were the difference maker. They they probably end up being what makes the difference. Yes. Baylor had three or four false starts in critical situations yeah. late in the game because they can't hear what in the world's no. going on. And Baylor's ranked higher and was not picked to win that game because it is so hard to play there. Yeah, it's it's a it's an honest to goodness home home field advantage, yep. and people can laugh about that all the, all they want. They can say, "Oh, we're not on the field. We, you know, we're not mm -hmm. involved." Uh, communication. You you heard Coach Gundy talk about it week one. Communication's yep. a huge deal, uh, both on offense and and on defense. And if the opponent can't hear you, you know, there's listen. There's a reason that Vegas gives you three points. You yes. Know, uh, typically three or, or more, depending on, on the situation for playing at home. And it's because it does impact the game. So I, you know, for how many other people do mm -hmm. hear this, per, spread it around, pass it around, but, but step your game up. The Oklahoma yeah. State Cowboys under Mike Gundy have stepped up. 100%. Big time yep. where this football program is from where it used to be. Yeah. And it's high time that the supporters start doing it with actual Physical attendance. Yes. Buying tickets, great. Yeah. But it's not it's helping step. those kids down on the field if you right. buy the ticket and don't show up or if you show up and don't stay. Well, and I'm not I'm not at all into, you know, our, I know our program is is headed in the right direction and I don't want I don't want it to stay stagnant here. Let's back up Coach Gundy and the boys and let's take it to the next level because we have the talent and the coaching staff to be, you know, with the the Bamas and the OUs of the world, but we got to have some other, some buy-in, some other areas for sure. Um, I'm with you. I, I, I thought at the beginning of the game, I was, I was relatively pleased with the alumni and I, you know, I think I had them at a 3.5. I'm taking it back to a 2.5 last week and the 0.5 is only for the rain for those of you that tend to get a little chilly when it's, when it's wet outside. Um, but I just, I, I won't yell at you guys anymore because I think Dad covered it, but I feel the exact same way. Well, just, we, just buy in. We've got some really sweet fans, but nobody's gonna melt. Nobody's melting. It's, you'll be okay. Catch it a little cold. You'll get over it. It's good for the immune system. It'll be fine. 
Um, but I'm with you on the students. I I thought, and here's and here's a point to the students. Um, those kids, they showed it on the video board at one point. It's raining. They've you know they're all just losing their minds and they're playing loud music and they're jumping around and they looked fantastic. Um, but those kids are going to talk about. Do you remember that one? That one game we went to, and uh, I think we were playing Arizona State, and it was raining, and oh man, it was just so much fun. That's that's what I'm talking about. Just stay; it'll be fun. You'll gain the memories, and let's, and then we'll win, and it'll be all be fun. It's 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 not just about you know, be uncomfortable for a little bit, and you might uh, might make a really good memory out of it. Yeah, so anybody can sit on their couch and watch a game. If yep. you want to experience a game, you got to go to it. Yeah, absolutely. So. Yeah, shout out to the students yet again. Um, let's keep bringing it week three and, and keep trying to show the alumni up. And then on the other side of that, alumni, let's show some love. Um, let's get into cowboy combo combos. How do, how do you feel about our uni combo this week? No, I, I thought it was outstanding. I loved again. it. Yeah, I, I would give it a, a five out of five Marshall Stars. Uh, yep. Went white, black, white. I love the helmets. So uh, the script. Scripts cowboys uh, with the... Uh, multicolored stripe. I think the Cowboys was in in black mm -hmm. with uh, outlined in orange. Yeah, uh, just yeah, really, really sharp and uh, again a home run as far as I was concerned. Yeah, I gave it a four point five out of five only because I got to save something for the rest of the season. But I I thought it looked really crisp, little really clean. It looked like a like just like a business trip for us. Um, and again, it'll be hard for us to ever give that low on the Marshall star, um, scale because our our stuff just, looks good. it's just good. Yeah, I can't help it. I can't help that we're pretty. Can't right. help it. Um, and then give me your prediction for next week. Well, I, I would guess, you know, playing at home, um, we've worn white helmets twice. So <clears throat> I got a thing. Maybe we're going to break out an, an orange, uh, helmet. So I'm going to go, uh, orange helmets, black jerseys, uh, orange pants. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'm with you on the, I don't think, I think we're done with the white helmets for a little bit. So I'm going to say orange helmets, orange jerseys, black pants, which won't be my favorite, but it is my prediction. So Fair enough. we'll see how that goes. And then um, maybe we can get, maybe we can get the alumni that are listening um, a little bit hyped up. Let's talk about some, our loyal and true segment. Let's talk about some, some traditions or things that we like and pull at our heartstrings. Maybe we can convince them to show up next week. Well, you, you start us off this time. Okay. Well, mine's mine's a little – it's just a really small one, and I don't even know how long we've been doing it. but And we haven't even heard it this season yet because um, it only happens in Big 12 play. Um, but one of my favorite things, and it makes the hair on my neck stand up, um, but when the band comes out for pregame and they, they do their little spiel um, and um, this, they say uh, – and are you ready for Big 12 football and the trumpets turn and blast? And something about that just gets me amped up. I love it. And obviously then you get to watch the rest of the of the pregame to just, just keep you hyped. But there's something about that little they all they all turn, they all the trumpets blow at the same time, and it just it, and I don't know anything about bands, so that might not even be a trumpet, but it just it's good. I like it a lot. No, I think that's uh, yeah. I think the the little the little pregame um, fanfare that yes. they play is, is really neat, and and uh, how Bullet comes out, and I think mm -hmm. we maybe even talked about that in, in one of the 
earlier segments yes. comes out and, and gets to run the full length of the field, and that's uh, that's that's an absolute favorite of mine too. It's a great tradition, yeah. Um, and I, I think we we may have touched on it a little bit, but uh, I don't know that if we, that we did it so much in the context of, of uh, the loyal and true segment and mm-hmm. and traditions, but the the walk. Um, yes. You know, the walk has not been around that long, but uh, I think it's become a really big deal. And kind of what made me think about it yesterday was we were over uh, before, you know, even earlier, just kind of walking around on the campus a little bit. And and I passed two or three different groups of people that were kind of planning their their tailgating and everything around the walk and talking about, you know, what time does the walk start? Mm -hmm. uh, It's a really big deal to some people to get there and 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 show up and see that thing so that's that's a again it's a newer tradition i think we maybe previously mentioned yeah. that, that got started uh during the time Les was here but it's a neat deal and uh for people that haven't seen it the the, the team you know goes to the is at the student union yes. hotel and makes the walk from the student union over to the stadium and people are lined up you know five six people deep sometimes uh, yeah a, along the way to to watch the guys and the band and just yeah. to eat. It's a, it's a neat new tradition. Well, and that's the closest you're going to get as a, as a fan or a player to each other. You know, that's the, you know, otherwise you're just going to watch them on the field. So that's kind of a, a fun way to, to physically show some support in a different area and, and they can, you know, put, put their eyes on you and let them know like, Oh, we're going to have a pretty packed house tonight. There's a lot of people at the walk and, and if you're at the walk, you're going to be on time for the game because it's two hours before every game. Um, so if you if you haven't penciled that in before, you should because it's it's fun for um, for everyone and and the bands there and the spirit both the palm and dance team or cheer and palm are there and Pete's there and um, so it's it's a good little spectacle if you haven't gotten to um, to watch that, but. Um, it's two hours before every game, so if you um, are interested, you should definitely, definitely check that out. But yeah, some good traditions. Absolutely. And then next week we got Arkansas Pine Bluff. What you think? Well, I I looked just before we we did this because I know nothing about Arkansas Pine Bluff, and yeah. um, I, I can tell you that they they can put up some points this year. They're uh, they they won seventy six to three. Ooh. This last week against North American, and um, they scored. North 30. American is that what you said? That's that's what I said. North, North American North, Ball Club. North America, North American. I'm I'm not sure if I looked at it exactly right, but interesting. And they won. Uh, they put 48 points up in in week one against uh, Lane, whoever he is. <laughs> uh, so I, I can't I can't tell you that I know much about oh, their opponents, geez. but uh, so we know nothing. But I know these guys are, are averaging about 62 points a game. They so put, that, yeah. that sounds, uh, you know, a, a little bit, sounds like they have a little bit of offensive firepower yeah. at least. So, they got something working. Uh, the defense will have to show up. Yeah, you know, and I'm also looking kind of down here at a couple of notes I made, and I mm-hmm. forgot when we were talking about the defense to, to mention this, but I, I wanted to get it in because, you know, we haven't, obviously haven't played to this point defensively the way we were playing, you know, throughout most of, of last year and yes. certainly not toward the end of last year. Yes. But one of the things that uh, that the Cowboy defense was so good at a year ago and, and so highly national ranked was third down, uh, yeah. third down defense. Sure. And, and yesterday, I think we should say, the Cowboy defense uh, held Arizona State. They were only two of 13 on third down, which is 
just fifteen percent. So that was a, I'll take a, that. a very good, uh, very good stat on the money down. Yeah, no, and I think it is. I think when you watch games that are a little a little messy and stuff, it's it's nice to find those stats in the dark of okay, we've we've maybe got some some promise here to for in the future. So I'll, yeah. I'll take that. That's exciting. And we talked about, you know, we both mentioned Tyler Lacey and I think he, he was our Marshall award winner, but had some other guys on the defensive side, you know, that, that I thought played better. Mason Cobb, I think actually was yeah. over two in tackles. I thought yeah. Mason played I like better. Trace yep. Ford showed up, uh, you know, I'm a so happy for him. And, yeah. Yeah. So, so happy for him. He's such, you know, a good kid and a hard worker. He's yes. come back from those two ACL injuries. So yeah, he deserves it. Uh, he made a, a couple of really good plays. So, there were some good good things developing on that side of the ball. Yeah, I think so too. I think that all just goes back to, to we need a little bit we need a little bit of time. Um and, and I think I think we're gonna get there, but you know, Rome wasn't built in a day. I know we I know we feel a lot better today than West Virginia or yes. Nebraska or Texas A and M or Notre Taylor. Dame. Yeah. Just kinda going down the list. Yeah, I think I think we're in a decent spot. I think when you take a look around, you know, we're we're sitting prettier than a lot of other people. Um, so I'll I'll take it and and move on, and we'll go. And probably going to take a pretty good jump in the polls. I mean, yeah, uh, we got a lot of ranked teams to go teams down. Teams ahead of us yep. uh, are going to certainly fall. So I mean, the Cowboys, uh, you know, come come Monday we could be the you know seventh ranked team in the country. Which yeah, is, and is if we are the that. you know if we are. The seventh ranked team in the country. We need some rears in the seats, so we're for gonna sure. get if we get some, you know, TV time. It better not look like an empty bowl, or we'll be ticked and chew you out on the next Orange Power half hour. That's right. You know, we're trying to we're trying to get uh, we're trying to get players recruited. Yes. We've got, we've, well, we've we're fighting the transfer every portal every day. Right. We right. don't. There's no weeks off for anybody, and I mean coaches. Players, staff, alumni, students. There's no days. We're all working. Yeah. It's a full-time job. It sounds like coach speak, but it's absolutely not. Everybody, everybody's got to pull on the rope in the same direction yeah. for it to for it to work. And you're you are making an impact with your physical presence in the game that's going on. Yep. Uh, by being loud, by being disruptive, <clears throat> by by hyping your team up by your physical presence. And you're also having a huge impact on what goes on down the road because the TV people don't like to show stadiums that are empty. Nope. The recruits don't like to look over their shoulders up in the stands and see empty seats. They want to go somewhere where they're going to be supported. They're, yep. They're what they're. Do I guess what they're doing now is turning around and trying to decide how many NIL dollars are available. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So all of that stuff makes an impact. Yeah. No. We. I. But we've said this a lot, and you know, we can't go down there and make the tackles or, or make the throws or catches or whatever. But we matter, and I'm not saying that just to myself to make me feel better about how much I care. We do. So show up and show out. And um, and I swear, we talk about this all the time, it's so much fun to to care and to be invested. So um, so just do it. I think I think it'll reward you more than you think. But um, let's start with Arkansas Pine Bluff next week, um, 6 p.m. kickoff on the 17th. Um, be there, be loud, um, and let's go get, let's go be 3-0. Real folks. All right, this is Orange Power Half Hour. Um, we are brought to you by Swing Hats Company. The link will be in the description below. Don't let another game day go by without some swing gear. Um, that's it for Orange Power Half Hour. We'll see you next week. Go Pokes! Mm -hmm.